0: Okay, welcome back to another episode of Streetwise English podcast. I'm Carl and I'm driving across the country with Freddie. He's uh, at the wheel now and we're recording this podcast as we're driving. So this is just an experiment. We'll see how it goes. We've been driving a long time now and uh, part of the road trip experience is having a sore back. And to complicate matters, Freddie is an avid jiu-jitsu practitioner meaning he likes to wrestle and part of wrestling and grappling part of that um sport is getting in injured it comes with that activity right so when you wrestle and you're trying to crank some guy's neck or arm you get injured right now as we're driving Freddie is uh he has a coffee in one hand <laughs> and uh A cell phone in the other and a steering wheel. No, just kidding. But he he has uh, a coffee in one hand and a steering wheel. So I'm going to pass the mic over to him and ask him what kind of injuries has he been dealing with lately? All right, uh, the spotlight's on you, my friend.
1: Well, lately uh, I've been dealing with a left wrist injury, right wrist injury, uh, shoulder, neck, lower back, calf and my left ankle.
0: Okay, so basically every part of his body is injured. <laughs> it's amazing that he can still walk. Um, <laughs> and can you tell me, uh, Freddie, now if you have all these injuries, why in the world do you even like doing this activity? Why don't you just go uh, swimming or play golf or something easy where you have a low risk of injury? What, why, why do you enjoy it? Well, the
1: risk of injury in Jiu-Jitsu is pretty limited overall, and usually injuries they don't last, you know, too long. Usually, you're injured for a week or two weeks, and then they go away. And it's worth the um, the risk.
0: So, why do you like it, though? You still didn't a- answer why you like it. You just said it's not as risky, even though you are very injured right now.
1: Well, it's a fun activity, and you know, you learn how to kill people and You get a good
0: sweat. Okay, so, um, yes, you learn how to kill people. Well, I I would say he was joking, he was joking, you guys, but um, you do learn how to defend yourself. So, if someone, they say something like 80 or 90% of fights end up on the ground. So, um, uh, if someone knocks you to the ground and then they tackle you to the ground and then put you in a headlock and start um, punching you in the head jiu-jitsu will help you protect yourself so that's why you know the sport really became popular with the gracie brothers in the early 90s with the first ufc the ultimate fighting championship when you had hoist gracie who was a relatively small guy only about what like was he 170 178 and he was going in against guys almost double his size but because he could grapple he could wrestle and he knew submissions he knew joint locks ways to to um, subdue the opponent even even though the opponents were much larger than he was um, that's part of the reason why the sport became so popular because everyone liked to see the little guy beating the big guy so um, can you tell me, Freddie, uh, how, how did you um, injure your wrist? Um, probably there, there wasn't a specific
1: time, probably when people would try to pass my guard and I would push them away and that put a lot of pressure on both my wrists. And then I felt it the next day
0: okay so he said when people tried to pass his guard so what in the world is a guard a guard is well in english it means you know to protect or to guard but in jiu-jitsu brazilian jiu-jitsu it's when the guy is on his back and he wraps his legs around his opponent and that way he can control the guy with his hips and legs so the uh, opponent cannot punch him or choke him it basically effectively guards yourself against the opponent who's trying to attack you. So imagine that you're on the, on the ground, there's a guy trying to strangle you or punch you or choke you. So what you do is you wrap your legs around him from on the, you're on your back, you wrap your legs around him and then that is the guard and that's how you control him. So you can you can actually pull him forward and choke him or lock his elbow do like an arm lock, you know, and actually, you know, break bones, crack necks, choke people unconscious, all kinds of things. But the guard is a defensive posture as well as offensive. And then so the opponent who's stuck in the guard, his objective is when you're doing it as a sport is to cross around the legs and get to the side or get out of the guard. So the reason why Freddie's wrist is hurt is he he, uh, he was they were trying to pass your guard right yeah so they're trying to pass his guard meaning they're coming onto a side and then to prevent them from passing he was extending his arms and putting his hands against their legs or chest or something and basically bending his wrist hyper extending the wrist and on both sides his right his right wrist and his left wrist okay so I'm going to segue real quickly into one of my good injuries. Um, This is an easy one to explain. One time we were practicing uh, judo, kind of takedowns. It's when you stand up and you try to take the other opponent to the ground. And you can do that with judo throws or wrestling takedowns. And uh, this guy named Dave, we used to call Dirty Dave, because he did dirty, he did dirty moves, which always hurt. He was a uh, collegiate wrestler, which is one of the highest levels of wrestling you can do. And we were in this uh, jujitsu type of class and practicing takedowns and and uh, he uh, he did some kind of trip where he put his leg behind my leg and tripped me and rushed me to the ground and my leg uh didn't bend the right way it, my foot kind of got pinned and i heard a loud snap crack like that and i, I fell down and then uh and then dave said uh what's wrong i uh and I said, well i think uh i broke my leg and he said no 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 that was just my knee popping so, anyways, uh, I, crawled, I crawled off the mat, kind of, I couldn't walk on the foot, but I crawled off, and then uh, I took it easy, I sat out, I didn't keep wrestling, all the other guys kept training, but I, I crawled off the mat, and then eventually went back to my car, and managed to drive home, and then the, the next day, the following day, I went to the hospital, and I got an x-ray, and sure enough, I had a fractured leg, so I actually broke my leg, and after having that fractured leg, I had to have a, it wasn't a cast, but it was a a velcro brace, it was kind of like a soft cast, which is nice because then you can take it off to take a shower, whereas the old plaster casts, you couldn't, it was really difficult to bathe. So that was my um, broken leg story. And now Freddie, uh, can you tell us a, another one of your injuries that you remember that was kind of exciting that might be a story that people would in- enjoy? Like how did the injury happen and, and, and how did you take care of it?
1: Exciting? Uh, well, my uh, right, in, no, uh, calf. Um, so there's this position in Jiu Jitsu, a 10th planet called the vaporizer. Which is kind of hard to explain, but uh, Eddie Bravo did it to Hoda Gracie in their match. If you look at it, and uh, basically you have you end up with your legs intertwined with your opponent's legs, and there's no way to escape, and all they have to do is to push to put pressure on your on your. Uh, um, lower part of the leg and and that you know you're gonna feel it on your um, on your calf and the person had me locked and he did it, didn't even give me time to tap and um, yeah I hurt my calf
0: okay so he just um, he was talking about some complicated move called the vaporizer and to vaporize literally that's like when water or something becomes steam instantly, but that's some kind of jujitsu or slash judo technique. And he he hurt his calf, like it basically crunched his muscle, his, his lower leg calf muscle. And he mentioned something else called tap. And in um, submission wrestling or judo or jujitsu, it's when the opponent, um, locks the other opponent, the other wrestler, and to the point where he can't escape. It's kind of like checkmate in uh, chess. So you have to give up and surrender. And so instead of waving a white flag to surrender, you tap, you tap the opponent and you want to um, tap your own body or their body. It's better if you tap their body because then they can feel it. And sometimes you even want to say, you even want to make let them know with the voice if they can't um, if it's really bad. But usually you just you just slap them on the leg, and then they'll let go of the lock or the grip, which is causing you pain or may you know break your bone or choke you unconscious. So um, yeah, that's that's what it it means to tap. Um, let me see, I'm trying to think of another good jujitsu story. Well, um, we're talking a lot about injuries, but now let's talk a little bit about some of the benefits of jiu-jitsu and grappling and wrestling and martial arts in general. Because um, I know Freddie's done karate and some other things in the past as well. And uh, for me, I've always enjoyed, uh, number one is the physical fitness, the exercise. Because if you wrestle, for half an hour straight it's kind of like running for an hour or swimming for uh you know 45 minutes it's it's great aerobic exercise so you burn a lot of calories and you really get fit it's good for your body and um it's uh it's a great uh, type of exercise and then also I, I've enjoyed jiu-jitsu because of uh, the camaraderie, the friendships, so, you know, when you're in the trenches together, like the, uh, the soldiers, the same thing in the dojo, when, you're, when you grapple together and you fight each other, you know, you become friends and so you, you, you have a common interest and it's, you know, you, it's a great way to form friendships uh, when you have a, a mutual common interest. And for example, on this trip, we are traveling and stopping in at, at different dojos across the United States. They're complete strangers, but because we have this common interest of jujitsu, um, they, they welcome us in. And sometimes they charge us a fee, and sometimes they waive the fee to train at the school because we're not paying members of their school um, and for example we stopped in nashville and they were all very friendly and we met the owners and uh, did techniques but let's see uh, some new friends we made on the road we stopped in las vegas and it was interesting we met some fighters from china and these were actually two girls females and female fighters and they were training for i think the ufc or something and um very muscular and tough and serious and they were really training hard but you know um we dropped into the same dojo so we got to meet them and uh um i'm not sure if we consider them friends but at least we met them and uh as we go along the road we meet different people um can you say something about the friendships that you've made through uh jiu-jitsu training freddie
1: um i gotta think about it
0: okay he's uh thinking he doesn't really have any friends <laughs> actually that's a funny joke because uh gene labelle one time i went into the dojo and i said hey uh he was one of the the senseis, the, the coaches at one of the schools that I trained at for uh, jiu-jitsu. I, I went in and I brought in a friend and said, Hey, I want you to meet my friend uh, Jose, I think, or whoever it was. And he's like, That's funny. I didn't know you had any friends. <laughs> but, uh, he's always joking around. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I can think of another friend that I had in college and um we trained in jujitsu together and uh yeah even to this day after all these years we we still um keep in contact and i think part of it is just because we had this common you know mutual interest in jujitsu in in the, in the uh martial art or sport um all right uh, do you have anything else you want to say about uh, your judo or Jiu Jitsu experience? Well, wait, I have a good question. What do you think the main difference is between some people between karate and uh, Jiu- Jitsu? because I know you've done both. Can you give us a brief um, description or, or a comparison between karate and Jiu Jitsu, whether it's training or, or the, the strikes or whatever?
1: Um, karate is um, obviously karate and jiu-jitsu are completely different one is a striking martial art and one is a grappling and um, karate is based on punches and kicks you do katas and you do uh, sparring where you try to actually hurt the other person, but you don't really go 100%. And jiu-jitsu you grapple, you try to choke or break somebody's limbs, and it's, uh, it's a different type of grappling uh, or sparring where you go 100%. Uh, yeah, I don't know.
0: Okay, so thank you. So Freddie just said basically, jujitsu, you're. You're doing, he said, break their arms, but you don't actually break their arms. You just lock them, if if you're just training in the dojo, because you know friends don't break friends' arms. (laughs) But uh, um, and whereas karate, I'm sorry for saying it karate, (laughs) you just just say karate in English. Say karate, and you are trying to punch and kick the opponent. And something that Freddie said was during training you usually don't go 100% um, when you're sparring um, whereas jiu-jitsu people really do go go full on out and but even in jiu-jitsu you're not going 100% because you are in the dojo and you don't want to hurt your opponent but it is uh, very exhausting I would say the jiu-jitsu they call it rolling when you roll around on the ground like a ball that's basically wrestling you say oh let's roll that means let's wrestle. When you roll um, free training, you know you just you just turn on a clock and people will roll for like five minutes straight, and it's uh, very very exhausting. And both uh, both people are going full on, using all their energy to try to to beat their opponent. And then you change partners, and it goes on and on and on and it gets uh, very exhausting. Well, I think this is about it. I hope we didn't use too many uh, technical terms. And for those of you that have done jujitsu, you know that it's, it's very um, addicting. It's an enjoyable sport. It's growing. There are so many jujitsu schools. It's almost like um, Starbucks. There's almost one on every corner now in America. I'm not sure what country you're in, but it, it is growing worldwide. And it's, it's fun and it, and it's something that you can do, um, no matter how old you are, if you're a man or a woman, you know, there are a lot of girls getting into jujitsu now. It's, um, it's good to be able to defend yourself on the ground and, and get fit and make friends. And, um, yeah, I think that that's about it. Um, thank you for listening and, um, say goodbye to, uh, Freddie, the. Italian Jiu Jitsu Killer. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening, and we will catch you soon. Bye bye.